great morning. Great morning, not good morning. Great morning, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 50 of Sodom and I. Woo, Chile, y'all. I found this new worship song, or it's new to me. Might not, it's probably not new. I don't know when it was made. But, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell you exactly what version to listen to. Because, you know, people will cover the same the same song. It's called So Will I. Also called 100 billion times, but like 100 billion with the X. The live version, it's Cross Worship. Cross Worship, Osby Berry. Mm. It's the live version. It's so good. It's so good. Y'all, I don't like... Or not like I don't like, but I don't. I don't like live versions of things, you know? Because I like to be able to... Sometimes the live don't hit the same as the recorded version, right? If I like something live, that jive is legit. And I am in love with this song. I could not imagine any other version of this worship song. Other than how these people... How this... This man! My God! My God, it's so good. So just, boom, let me, I'm say it again. So will I, in parentheses, a hundred billion times. Uh, it's a live version by Cross Worship, Osby Berry. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Right, but let's get into our gratitude journal or well my gratitude journal hopefully you guys started writing you know gratitude journals and whatnot and if not it's 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 a 21 day you know there's only 11 days left it's not much but number one yesterday i started recording back in my closet again so that was nice and uh i don't know what was happening with it yesterday but you know maybe maybe god wanted me to post two today and I just recorded yesterday, and it wasn't finished processing until actually uh, this morning, <laughs> like less than 15 minutes ago. But that's all right, because there was a word in that, in, in yesterday's. It was so good. But I started recording in my closet again, and I like this. This is like my prayer room, because it's big enough for me to have a desk and uh, my chairs and stuff in here. So I, I like recording in here. For a minute, I was utilizing both chairs with, uh, you know, my clothes piles. <laughs> but I was like, it's time to it's time to do a little detox and, and clean up and, and everything. So I got my chair back in my room and I'm not recording uh, like in my bathroom or on my bed anymore. I'm back in the closet because God deserves to have a sanctified, you know, space in my home. You know, I, um, I take off my shoes, you know, and stuff before I record. You know, I think about when Moses was, uh, when God was speaking to Moses through the burning bush and he told him to take off his sandals for this is holy ground. So I, I, uh, I don't really wear shoes in here. I mean, I keep my shoes in here. So unless I'm about to like leave and I'm just putting them on and going, when I sit down in here, I don't really wear uh, my shoes. But uh, I like I like being in my closet. It feels very sanctified when I'm worshiping God in here. Hey, clean up a little bit though, so that's on me. But yeah, 
Number two, making more connections. So I had, um, I had two clients yesterday and they were both first time clients. And, um, so far, you know, all the people that I've had there, um, I should have stayed yesterday and got that key so I could clean, but I'll, I can still clean. Ah, uh, they were both new, uh, new clients or first timers. And I very, very much enjoyed my time with them. But this leads into number three, praising God with others and inviting them to church. The first woman I met, she was awesome. Man, from the, the first sentence I had with her in person, because we talked over the phone quite a bit. The first sentence she said was, uh, God lives in my house. And I'm like, come on, Lord. She said, me, you, and Jesus. <laughs> she was like, me and Jesus live in my home. It's just us, girl. And I was like, me, you, and him. <laughs> And the whole time we were there, I was just telling her about church. I showed her Oasis. And she said she had been there before with one of her friends like a couple years back around. She was like, it was something happening all week, like an anniversary. And I was like, if it was around this time, uh, you know, that year, then it probably was the anniversary. Because our anniversary is coming up in, uh, or I, I was going to say two weeks, but it's really about one week now because what today is saturday but i was like yeah invite her to church and i was like pastor said this sunday he gonna um, go be preaching a word and everything and she drives and hopefully she comes and if not i um i showed her the facebook uh stuff so i was like they broadcast the sunday service and the thursday services live every week you know so if you can't you know if there's one day you can't really make it over there and you could watch it, you know, on live. And she was like, oh, yes, girl. She was like, you know, I, a lot of people, when I, you know, invite them to church, are like, oh, you know, I want to, you know, they'd be like, how's a pastor, this and that. I want, you know, someone who's real. And I, 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 I don't know if I know anybody realer than pastor. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't know if I know anybody realer than pastor. Pastor is awesome. Thank God for pastor. Thank you, Lord, for pastor. For our seed, for all of our pastors. They're all a blessing. But, you know, I, he's the one that, that preaches most Sundays, you know. So she was like, let me see this and that. And I was like, here's a video. Hopefully she went back and watched it. But I've been inviting people to church all week. Mm -hmm. Number four, more experience. So the second woman, um... I just gave her a level three. I, I gave her what I usually give myself. That's what she asked for. And um, she was like giving me tips because, you know, she'd been getting her hair done for, she'd been getting her hair cut for like 40, 45 years plus. So I'm like, okay, you know, she got tips. I'm going I'm to let her tell me, you know, she's a client. Let me listen to how she wants things done. And maybe other people would appreciate, you know, how I do stuff. And, you know, she was giving me tips and she was like, yeah, I can tell it's going to be even from how you're going and at every angle and stuff like that. And I told her how I, um, the reason why I first started learning how to do like men's cuts with clippers and stuff is because of my boyfriend. Cause he, um, he used to get his hair cut. He used to pay to get his hair cut. And then what I met him, <laughs> I met him online and then we didn't really meet each we didn't really like talk in person 
we didn't see each other for the first time. We waited like a week, but um, we were, there's not, I don't think there's been one day that's gone by where we haven't spoken. And even though I might not see him every day or like, you know, often or whatnot, you know, he's busy and God is working in his life, just like how God is working in mine. And whenever he wants us to have time for each other, then we don't have time for each other. And that's just that. But I've grown, uh, I've grown cool with the idea that God is in control of every aspect of my life. It actually makes me feel comfortable, you know, because it's like, dang, sometimes I don't know when stuff is going to happen. But I know that God knows. So why not just rest it in his hands, you know? But, um, you know, I, he, I invited him over to the school because I was still in school. And he came when he got off of work. And like I washed his hair and stuff, and then he went over to the barber's corner to get his hair cut. So I sat there and I, I booked him with the my barber, right? Cause shout out to Tony, <laughs> shout out to Tony. Oh man, Tony always have you right, boy. Tony have you looking clean. <laughs> I lucky want to go and get my barbering license. That way I could do more. Cause as a cosmetologist it's illegal for me to put a razor to the skin. It's illegal because I'm not a licensed barber. Only licensed barbers, you know, can do that under their license. So I kind of want to, I kind of want to get a barbering license and learn how to do more. That way I can do more, you know, for my clients and expand my knowledge. But she was, you know, giving me tips and stuff and I really appreciated it. I try not to, I like to say it's hard to offend me. You know, because she was giving me tips and she was like, I hope it doesn't seem like I'm being like pushy. And I was like, oh, no, you're giving me tips right now. Like this is this is what I want, you know, because I have my own business. So I'm going to have to go out and do continuing education stuff. You know, I'm going to have to go out and find people who, you know, have credentials and stuff who can mentor me. You know, I got to look out and do that now. It's not going to be provided for me by, you know, my place of work. At the salon I worked at, they had the continuing education classes and they, you know, log everything in. But I don't work there anymore. I work for the people, you know. So just thank you. I, I love the more experience, you know. Yeah, so I was like, it's it's hard to offend me nowadays. You know, you, we ain't even gonna get into that. We ain't even gonna get into that. But yeah. <laughs> Number four, that was more experience. Number five, self-control. What was the self-control? did I experience after that? Oh yeah. So I went to go and deposit the, you know, I got paid yesterday. I want to go deposit the money and I wanted to go spend some and get lunch and stuff. But I was like, you know what? I was like, I got noodles and, you know, drink and, you know, a little snacky snack at home. I could just go and eat at home. You know, I don't need to go and spend money. So self-control because, you know, I need, I need my money and I need to save my money. So thank you, Lord, for giving me the opportunity to do just that. Right. Number six, passion and drive, self-control, passion and drive. Okay. This is referring, I wish I would have wrote in the parentheses what it meant. Like I normally do. Um, you know, this is going into, well, passion and drive. I could just talk about my love for doing hair and, um, you know, I want to expand, in music theory, you know, I just want to do better. I just want to do better for God, you know, 
they tried to run away from music theory and here I am again he said no baby you go sit here and learn it this time you ain't got nowhere to go this time it's for me not you not your little gray grades <laughs> not your little grades not your little degree it's not for anything but for me and you know what I'll learn music theory for the lot yes I will yes I will and I, I sure do love doing hair you know, it's just, I just want to keep getting better and better, you know, just to help God's people and just do more. Like, I feel like this is, it's like a ministry. Just about everyone I've, I've talked to, we, we talk about God. We talk about my God. And I love being able to share experiences with people and just, you know, testimonies and hear their testimonies and how he's worked in their life and just praise and glorify him you know it's just awesome and then number seven my close buddies i went over to uh, my friend's house we met in cosmetology school but she she knew like my whole family and i don't think my mom i don't think my mom remembered her because i <laughs> my mommy she she video chatted me yesterday when she was at my aunt's house Cause my aunt crochets and she wanted to show me the bunnies. I'm gonna get her some bunnies. I'm gonna get her some of them bunnies. I'll pay my aunt for her and give her them bunnies. Cause she liked them. But um Mocha, she went to school. Oh, I didn't mean to say her name. <laughs> well, you guys don't even know who she is. But she um she went to school with my with my older brother, but like I have an eldest brother. And then the one under him, and then it's me, and then one younger brother. But she went to school with the middle brother, Brandon, and um, she asked me about him, and I'm like, he's pretty good. He has a he lives with his girlfriend, and she's real good for him, and I'm so proud of him and everything like that. And um, I was just hanging out with Moki yesterday, and I was just telling her what I felt like I should, and I, I feel like her her life, she's going to come in contact with some big changes, some big, big changes, and I would love, I would love to be there for her throughout all of that. It's just, she, she's, man, I'm so excited for her. Thank you, God, for blessing my friends, and I got to write her name down, her and her family, her and her loved ones. Let me say her and her loved ones. And um, I gotta put them on my covenant, so I gotta make sure my girl protected. I got, I got, I gotta hook her up. I gotta hook her up. <laughs> gotta make sure she all good. But let's get into. Oh, look, I'm over here about to change it. What is God like? Our 21 day devotional, right? 21, 21. So day one, God is holy. Day two, God is our provider. God is peace. Day three. God is just, day four. Day five, God is our healer. Day six, God is our banner. Day seven, God is God Almighty. Day eight, God is Jehovah. And day nine, God is our Lord. What's day 10? Let's find out. Start reading. God is awesome. Come on now. God is awesome. Yes, he is. God is awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I can close that out. Have you ever felt, have you ever felt, LOL? <laughs> I went straight to the next line. 
God is awesome. Yes, he is. Have you ever passed a police officer parked on the side of the road and felt the need to check your speed limit and sort of make sure you aren't doing anything obviously wrong? Even the most law-abiding citizen probably feels that way. That is what we could refer to as a healthy fear and reverence for law enforcement. Sometimes just seeing a police car can trigger that response. So you just try and make sure, hey, I'm making sure everything's straight, big dog. <laughs> that speaks to the level of respect we have for the role of a police officer and what he or she represents. It is similar on a smaller scale to the heart and attitude we should have towards God. Mm-hmm. And now don't think about how, uh, look at that. Wow. Don't think about how nowadays, you know, we'd be scared of police officers because they'd be killing people. That is not the same reason why we fear God. God just don't go around causing havoc. You know, police are supposed to be, a, you know, they're supposed to be protectors. You know, who are we supposed to go to if we can't go to the police? Not every police officer is bad. There are people out there who do good for the good of, you know, the people. So that's what that's what this is supposed to be. We're supposed to have a healthy fear and reverence for law enforcement to keep us in check. Because sometimes we don't like to be kept in check, but honestly, we need to be kept in check. So don't hate don't hate the police, guys. Don't hate the police. Cause <laughs> you know, you know, he, he uses them. He uses them too. God uses everybody. So uh you know. That's besides the point. That was a shift. I felt like I should say that. Somebody might need to hear that, though, you know? We read things in the Bible about being awestruck and fearing him. But that doesn't happen because of what he has done for us, but instead simply because of who he is. God is Elohim. Mm. Elohim is the first name the Bible uses for God and literally translates God. Yeah, and I look I look I have this thing, this uh this screenshot of a like a banner on the wall and Elohim under that is mighty creator. Mhm. Elohim, mighty creator. And then in the um in the Bible app it says it literally translates to God, you know, mighty creator. Some scholars believe Elohim derived from il, which in turn originates from the root word wool, just a W-L, which means strong. Others think that Elohim is derived from another two roots, il, L-H, which means God, in conjunction with Eloah, which means fear. I mean, all of these make sense, you know? What does Elohim tell us about God? He is transcendent, mighty, and strong. He is not human. He is not human. <laughs> and we don't need we definitely don't need to treat him as such. Like I've been saying that since day one. He's not a man. Don't treat him like he is. A lot of people be treating God like he's a man, like, oh, why should we do this? How could he get to blow up? Because he's God, bro. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because he is God. He is Elohim. You know, El Shaddai, you know, Jehovah, he's, he's all of that. Holy, 
How, how, uh, don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. He is not human. As much as we like to make sense of God by thinking about him in human terms, even his most common name reminds us that he's not like us. Before earth existed, God did. Wow. He made us as well as everything we see and know about the world. Recognizing our place as his created should stir in us a healthy fear and awestruck respect. Mm -hmm. Reflect. Have you ever been in awe of who God is? When? Bro, every day. Every day, all the time. Every day, all the time. Even when I already know he's good, he still blows my mind. Still blows my mind. Mm. If the stars, if the stars were created to worship, so will I. Mm-mm-mm. Oh my God. He's so good. Hallelujah. Mm. Does the way you talk to and about God communicate that you respect him? Why or why not? Yes, because I always make sure to give God reverence. You know, I, I don't I don't like to talk about I don't talk about him in a disrespectful way. Uh I know a lot of uh new age uh like Gen Z people be referring to him as something different. I don't like referring to him as daddy. I like referring to him as my father. Like I mean he's my bestie. <laughs> But, you know, some, I mean, in certain situations, you know, it's like, it's cool. Like, you know, that's my dad. You know, that's daddy. He's good. But a lot of people, you know, they, is they, they heart don't be in it for real, you know? It's like, it's like they just be saying stuff. And I feel like it's disrespectful when you just say stuff and it doesn't have meaning. But that's just me. I like referring to him as my, my father, my best friend, you know? He wants to be your friend. So I think it's okay to call him your best friend. He's supposed to be your best friend. He already, I mean, he already knows all your secrets, but it's different when you share it, when you go to him and share it with him, you know? So I give him reverence. I give him honor, praise, and the glory, and the respect that he's due, the awestruck, awestruck respect. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I try and give that to him whenever I can, however I can, whenever I feel like he's asking for, whenever I feel like he just deserves it. He deserves it all the time, period. <laughs> and then last question, what is one way knowing God as Elohim will affect the way you approach him? Elohim, mighty creator, God, you know, it stems from strong, strong, and then what, Wu means strong, luch <laughs> means God, and Eloah means fear, strong God, fear, awestruck respect, you know, that's the fear that we're talking about, not I'm literally scared and quaking in my boots, no, awestruck respect, this is saying, it's like, it's like, uh, mm, nah, I'm not gonna use that example, never mind, but how is one way knowing him as Elohim, knowing that he's strong enough to take on any, any disappointment, any actual fear, you know, 
any negative energy that I may be feeling or, you know, affected by, knowing that he is strong enough to not only remove it from me, but just turn it around. Because it's one thing to be like, all right, I'm going to take it away from you, that feeling away from you. Then you'd be left with nothingness. He takes your bad and turns it around for your good. So he doesn't just remove it from your midst. He replaces it with something thousands, a hundred billion times <laughs> better. <laughs> My God, he's so awesome. He takes it. And, and, and replaces it with something a hundred billion times better. What an awesome God we serve. And how, uh, what is one way knowing him as Elohim will affect the way you approach him? I know you, I always come to God in reverence. You know, I, I, I don't like being disrespectful when going to dot, when going to him, which is why I started unfollowing a lot of stuff on social media. Cause some stuff affects you. And then like, you might think it's funny but he might not think it's funny. <laughs> he might, you might be like, <laughs> some things he don't think is funny, you know? So I try not to play with everything because us as humans, we can make a joke out of a lot of things, but I don't like to take God lightly. Mm -hmm. So let's go to, and this is, look at that, Genesis chapter one. I think this is a whole chapter. Yeah, 1 through 31. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me. I woke up at uh, woke up at 5 this morning and took my dog to work. Because she be paying for Ubers. And like, man, I'll wake up early to take you to work. Bro. I, need to, I need to wake up earlier anyway. So if I can help her, then I will. And then that also, you know, holds me accountable. So this is in KJV. I still want to read it in NIV. I feel like NIV is more like storyteller, you know, vibes. The beginning. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was a formless and empty darkness. Oh yeah, it was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Y'all forgive my, uh, my mistakes. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. It's all right, though. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. What does that go back to? God is a sanctifier. Sanctifier. Which one was that, Lord? Sanctifier. Makedish. That was the first one. He that and he separated the light from the darkness. Sanctifier. Mm -hmm. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. There was evening, and there was morning the first day. And God said, "Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water." So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. 
God called the dry ground land and gathered the waters, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to mark sacred times, days, and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth, across the vault of the sky. So God created creatures of the sea, and every living thing, and when this says team, it's T-E-E-M. And I'm going to assume that that means occupy or something along the lines of that. Let the water be occupied with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. Right? So God created the, he created great creatures of the sea and every living thing, which was where blah, 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 and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, and fill the water and the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And then I have verse 27 highlighted. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. The 
earth, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And that shows you right there that uh, God created mankind in his own image. He created us to rule over the fish, the ant, you know, the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. He literally created us in his image, y'all. That's beautiful. Verse 29. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he made and it was very good. It was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Amen to the reading of God's word. Mm-hmm. I like Genesis. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now let's move on to our whispers of wisdom. Uh, yesterday was love is day 41, and today is day 42. My eternal home. Mm-hmm. Are you the daughter of a king? Then you have a home in heaven for all eternity. Do you think a lot about your home? It's probably your favorite place to be. Your room is exactly the way you like it. And all of your favorite things are exactly where you like them to be, right? Well, do you ever think about your eternal home? Mm -hmm. If we have accepted Jesus as our savior, we get to live in heaven with him forever after our life on this earth is over. Jesus tells us in John four, uh, yeah, John fourteen, chap, John chapter fourteen, verse two, that He has gone to heaven to prepare a place for us. He is getting our room ready in heaven. Heaven is a perfect place, and it will be filled with all of your favorite things. So, whenever you're having a rough day or feeling down about this life. Imagine what life will be like in heaven. Remember, Jesus is getting your room ready. Whisper of wisdom. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Excuse me. I was trying to suppress that yawn so bad. So, so bad. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Psalm 27, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's beautiful. So, let me see. I'm going to start with my bookmark. Do I not have a bookmark nowhere? <laughs> I need to, thank you, Lord, because I need to put more business cards in my wallet. I be walking around, people be talking to me, he be trying to give me opportunities, and I'll be like, dang, I ain't got my business card. Let me write my stuff down for him. But yeah, I need to replenish this. I could use Dr. Hana's business card as a bookmark. Oh, I'll shoot her a little text, text. 
But yes, you guys have a beautiful day. I hope um, I invited, let's see, one, two, three, four. I invited four people to the women's meeting, and I'll shoot uh, Kayla a text. Um, so that's five. To the women's meeting today, and, you know, it's just going to be real nice. I love the ministry that we have. Our P31 shows us how to be virtuous women. I want to be a virtuous woman for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be virtuous. And the best way to do that is to be with like-minded people who are virtuous. The way to become a good wife is to, to get to know good wives. Birds of a feather flock together. And that's why you got to watch who you hang out with. I'm trying to hang out with wives. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a wife one day. So I want to know how to be a good one. And, uh... What Pastor Rhonda, Pastor Rhonda, and Pastor, I've been together for a real long time, very long time. There's a a bunch of people who are married in the church. I want to hang out with them because I want to be married. <laughs> you know, God's timing. I trust His timing. Like I said, I'm okay with Him having full control over every aspect of my life. Something, something happened yesterday, and I'll let y'all go real quick. But something happened yesterday. And I was slick upset. And uh, it had bothered me. But, you know, I, I, I got a little word from from uh, from someone important to me. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for, uh, you know, opening my eyes and my heart because there's forgiveness. And he was like, see, now you haven't truly forgiven him. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, he's such a good person, y'all. Mm-hmm. I love that man for real. He's such a good person. So uh, I'm, you know, moving forward with the information, you know, the advice I received, and um, just trusting that God knows that everything is gonna happen in my life. He may not be the cause of everything, but He allows certain things to happen. You know, but it's all for a reason. So. I'll, I'll follow God to the ends of the earth. I really will. So whatever happens, I trust you, Lord. I give you my everything. I submit. I submit. He has full control over my life, and I love it. So I'll, uh, I'll deal with what I got to deal with because forgiveness, right? Look, I think about Peter. Up to seven times? Yes? No. 70 times seven, Peter. 70 times seven, Jordan. <laughs> but yeah you know we all got things to deal with and things to work on so we'll just move forward together that's the whole point of this podcast we working together y'all we all we're just doing better together because it's better with people than to do it alone by yourself you know but i appreciate you guys listening for tuning in for supporting and all that good stuff. You guys have a great, productive, progressive, safe, blessed, sanctified, <laughs> sanctified day. You know, I love you guys and I will see you. You will hear from me tomorrow morning. I will see you later. Mm-hmm.